Welcome to the Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir. Jeremy, do you actually mind if we don't record today or record a little bit later? Kevin, you come to me on this, the day we record our podcast, to ask me of this favor? Uh, yeah, I know. I just got some stuff I need to do. All right. Make me an offer I can't refuse. Okay, um, let's see what I have in my pockets. All right, well, I have a gun, and I have some cannoli. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. All right. You know that's not a quote from that, you know, whatever. I'm just going to go now. Turn, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you say that a lot. No one knows you've gone other than me. I know. They they don't know the time between our recordings. They sometimes don't. it's long. Sometimes it's very short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it is very short. Um, no. No. Something that happened while you were gone. Something happened? Yeah. While I was gone? To me. What? What? <laughs> That's not true. Things only happen to you when I'm in the same city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I essentially don't exist when you're not around. I mean, I think that's true of everyone that I meet. Yeah, you're essentially <laughs> like a baby. Yeah, yeah, you're I have the, no, no object permanence. Yeah, you're a big baby man. When you can't see them, they're gone. That's right. Yeah. It makes me very sad. I think my parents are dead all the time. <laughs> Until I see them, they're like, oh, man, awesome. Yeah. It's awesome to be a baby. <laughs> you're just excited every day. Mm, is it? Mm. Well, look, it's terrifying when you, look, it's sad when someone's gone and not there. But you get the excitement of seeing them every time. I mean, it's actually pretty impressive that I show up here to your home on pure faith that you still <laughs> exist, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that's good faith to have. Yeah. You don't know what I'm doing. Anyways, what happened to you, Kevin? Uh, so, I guess uh, one night I went to bed and I didn't lock my car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, when how'd, that, I, how'd that go for you? Well, when I, went, when I woke up in the morning, I, had, I opened my car. And there's some things that have been moved around. Yeah. Like, oh, man, someone right through my car. And I started looking around. And I'm like, oh, there's nothing gone. And then I noticed that there, that there was actually one thing gone, which was like a bag. It looked like, kind of looked like a gift bag. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, all, all that was in it was like a book and a mug yeah. that I got from a convention. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, oh, <laughs> I got it for free. I like, won it. So I'm like, ah, shoot. Yeah. Whatever. I'm going to leave. So I, <laughs> so I backed out my car and I looked down the alley where, you know, like, I park on a back, back parking pad, and I saw Ford, and what was that? It was the bag <laughs> with the mug. And I'm like, so the only thing this person took, they cast it to the ground in apparent disgust, disgust, and I don't know why, Jeremy, but I was actually insulted. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you want my shit? Take my shit. I have a similar experience. You had full access to all my shit. Yeah. And you didn't want... And you took one thing, you're like, oh, man, I didn't take this. Oh, what is this? And cast it to the ground. Yeah. I picked it up and put it back in my car. And now... I, I have a similar experience. <sighs> yeah? Uh, yeah. About a year and a half ago, I also left my car unlocked. But in this case, I went for a week business trip. Oh, no. Yeah. So uh, I came back. And uh, they took my charger cable. Not oh, no. like Not like the thing that plugs into my car. Just the cable. All right, cool. Um, and then they had, like, popped open part of the console. Yeah. Because I think they tried to hotwire my car. Okay. But my car is too new to do that. Yeah. It's got, like, a bunch of wires and electronics there instead. It's got a badger in there. Yeah. A um, defense badger. So they, like, were like, oh, I can't steal this car. So they took my license plate. <laughs> my... My and guess, par- guess what? The police found it on the side of the highway. Someone took my license plate and threw it out of their car. It's just spiteful. Yeah. Why won't they take our shit? <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you like our shit? What, we're, our shit's not good enough for you? Yes. Yeah. You're, you're a thief. What sort of stuff do you have going on that you won't take my shit? Exactly. I really hope they opened up my trunk is all and saw all the baby dolls that are in there. Because <laughs> I had them as, like, props for movies. Like, I'm, I'm serious. You open up my trunk and there's, like, five baby dolls and an axe. I mean, the back of my trunk kind of looks like an axe murderer's. I, I just said five I have, baby- I have, like, a tarp, a gasoline, like, container, and a bucket. I literally have an axe. <laughs> five baby dolls and an axe. Yeah, that's... That's something ter- – that's why I didn't take your shit, Kevin. 
because <laughs> he probably... you you look like you have a particular mindset. <laughs> they're like when oh. they open your trunk. Oh, I bet I can still take this bag though. And they looked up and they're like, "Oh, mug, a book and a mug." This looks like a special mug. It's probably sentimental. I'll just leave it here. I <laughs> just leave it on the ground. Yeah. It actually wasn't broken. It was just on the ground. Yeah. Once again, in a pair of disgust. Yeah. So I was gonna say about license plates. My parents. Um, got home one day and then walked around to the back of their car and they were staring at the back of the car and a thought entered their head and they're like, that's on my license plate. <laughs> and it wasn't. Somebody switched. switched license plates with them. Weird. I, I mean, assumed to commit some sort of crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, they, but they're like, that's not my license plate. I mean, that's a good thing they checked. I mean, that's something you never check. And they, mean, the they, only, weren't, even, they the weren't even checking their license plate. They just were at the went around to the back of the vehicle and like, hold on a second. Yeah. That ain't right. I mean, I only noticed my license plate was missing because I was like, my car's looking particularly colorful today. <laughs> it's almost like there's some white spot that's missing. <laughs> uh, thieves. In the night. Or during the day. Thieves. Thieves. All the time. Uh, speaking of thieves, Kevin. <laughs> okay. How are you gonna make What's this? What's our seg- topic? How are you gonna make this segue work, Chief? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, I passed it to you. Just, just I said. Speaking of thieves, what's our topic, Kevin? All right, pass me this shitty ball. Yeah, I'll run with it. <laughs> That's right. Take this shit ball and run with it, preferably to an outhouse. <laughs> Well, I tried to dribble it, and it just splatted against the oh, ground. Oh, no, that's a mistake. <laughs> and now I'm not allowed at the Staples Center Speaking anymore. Speaking of shitballs, Kevin. <laughs> there we go. That's a good one. <laughs> our uh, our topic for this week uh, uh, comes from anime. That's right. We haven't done anime in a while. Yeah. Uh, and for the uninitiated, this is <laughs> the anime. Y- I mean... The, I think you think they've... you think Naruto is huge. You think Bleach is huge. You think One Piece is huge and long. No, this one has them all beat. Yeah, I mean at least time wise. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure chapter count wise, but yeah, we're doing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure stands stands from stands. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, we do got to throw a quick shout out to Ethan. Yes, he brought this up at least to my attention. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he brings up JoJo. He likes JoJo. Jo- JoJo is entertaining. JoJo is entertaining. I don't know if I can bring. I don't know if I can bring myself to say it's good. But it, but if you enjoy, it's certainly it does, expansive. But if you enjoy, doesn't that make it good? I think that is a matter of opinion. <laughs> so let's explain a little bit about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure follows a lineage. Yes, it's generational. Um, of people in the Joseph line? Let's explain. Um, I know all about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy thought he did until I explained some stuff. I mean, I I read like 600 chapters, Kevin. I feel <laughs> like I should understand it. You're 600 chapters. All right. So, what, Jeremy, explain to me JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, so far as I know... Yeah is sort of an evolving adventure series. It's a yes, yeah, a generational adventure. Each part is a different main character. Yeah. Uh but they're all part of this line. Yes, in weird and branching ways. So so yeah. like part 1 is the original JoJo Yeah. and he's like a <laughs> Here's the thing. He, 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 he's a bodily weird is all the way I can describe how he was drawn. Yeah. yeah. Tiny head, big body. Yeah. I mean, it's very Fist of the North Star art style. Yes, it is. Um, um, until he, until it is not anymore. Until it changes. But um, the first generation yeah. is so funny to me in hindsight. Because the first generation is very grounded, actually. Well, sorry, There's just... some supernatural stuff going around. Um, mostly on the evil side. <laughs> Jeremy. What? The first one has a man who puts on a mask and becomes a vampire. Yeah. 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 His but, name is Dio. I know, but it's it's way more grounded than everything that comes after. The first time that JoJo meets Dio, Dio kicks his dog. And yeah. JoJo goes, hey, why'd you kick my dog? And Dio's <laughs> like, I'm angry and poor. And JoJo's like, I don't know if I can trust you or not. <laughs> and then he kills his dog. And JoJo goes, I don't know if I can trust you or not. The entire arc of like their entire relationship for the entire first part is Jojo being like, I don't know if I can trust Dio. Then you cut to Dio, and he's like, I'm going to kill everybody. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, that's... 
even but after he kills his dog. Jojo is just a doctor, right? <laughs> he's an he's an art he's a strong archaeologist boy. <laughs> he's a strong That's what archaeologist he is. boy. But here's the thing: Dio's like a goddamn vam- immortal vampire monster. Yes, and Jojo is an archaeologist who learns how to breathe correctly. Yeah, and you. He learns how to breathe correctly, which allows his su- his blood to vibrate and yeah. the vibrate the power. Of, he punches with the power of the sun by breathing correctly. Yes, that's how I'm going to explain what his power is. It's basically it. Yes, and he was anyways. T- <laughs> so he beats Dio next next generation. Um, it's his grandson. It's his grandson. No, no, it's his son. Oh yeah, it's his son. Yeah, yeah. Grandson's um, the next generation. Yeah, and this is the one where super vampires. Yeah, yeah, but this is where they introduce the ripple. No, the no the ripple was the thing from the first. That's it's called the ripple Hammond. That is the breathing correctly yeah. to punch with the power of the sun. Right. Except in the second generation, now he can like shoot the ripple. He 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 learns ways to project it. Yeah. Is it well? It the first two ones are very much like your average martial arts fair, where essentially they are just getting gathering more and more powers and becoming yeah. stronger. Yeah. Using their martial arts prowess, yeah. and it's all based around fighting super vampires. With the power of breathing correctly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the first two parts. <laughs> yeah. And then the next one is like... They all get psychic powers. Yeah. That's the only way to describe it, Jeremy. <laughs> There's two parts where they do martial arts adventures, and then they all get psychic powers. Yeah, they all get psychic powers, and this is the one where the main character's main weapon is like a yo-yo? No, second part there was a the second part was the yo-yo. Oh, okay. not really a yo-yo. It's more of like a weird kind of bolo. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's and there's the Dio's not in this <laughs> one. Instead, it's undead warriors. No, no, no. What? No. Yeah. Uh, j- let me just explain. You have the wind guy, and he throws wind. That's punches. part two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I thought you went out of part three. No. Okay. You know, part, you know, part two. Those are the super <clears throat> vampires. Yeah. Yes, there's vampires and there's super vampires who are in pillars. If this sounds confusing, Nazis. it's because it really is. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next part, they all get psychic powers. That's Why don't you part. describe the psychic powers, Kevin? Uh, so psychic, power, psychic powers are called stands. I yeah. actually think this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. So at least at, in this part, it gets pretty bizarre as it gets further along. But the first part, the idea is that the creator of the show was like, I want to do psychic powers. How are you going to do that? Because you can't see psychic powers. Like, yeah. You can't see... And having two people stare at each other until one of their nose bleeds, not very interesting. No. Not for an action comic. Yes. So instead, what you have is psychic powers are represented represented by stands. Yeah. Stands can only be seen by other stand users. Yeah. But they can interact with everything. And they're all burly men <laughs> or robots. I mean, I think there's been... They're least... all burly men or robots, Jeremy. I think Jeremy. there's been at least one woman. Mm, yes, it like that's parts down the road. Yeah. In in the beginning, they're all burly men or robots. They're all burly men or robots. There's a plant creature too, I think. No, there's. It, so, here's just trying to explain JoJo's bizarre adventure because the writer of it just changes his mind sometimes. Yeah. So at the beginning, they're all representative of like psychic powers. Yeah. So for, for example, the main character's stand is called Star Platinum, and he's essentially representative of very generalized like. Telekinesis. telekinesis yeah the idea is since you can't see him if he reaches out and grabs someone's gun and pulls it up and puts it into the main character's hand it looks like the main character just sort of like floating the gun with his mind yeah that's the idea you have another guy who has a big burly man that has a phoenix head <laughs> and that's pyrokinesis yeah um the main character from the second part is back in this one he's an old man yeah and he has a remote viewing yeah which is implied by like Vines. Yeah, so he doesn't have a burly. He is a burly man. He is a burly man. He's a burly sixty-year-old man. Yeah, um, and he has vines allow him to see. He's also the comedic relief. They're all kind of the comedic relief in some ways. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So they, so they're all these representations of psychic powers. Now, as it gets later on, you get ones. Okay, like, wait, stop. Oh, we're not. Okay. Wait, stop. That's what we're talking about in yes, this episode. We're talking about stance now. Continue your explanation of where JoJo goes. So, eventually... Because this is basically where I stopped. <laughs> okay. Um, eventually, the, it's focusing a little bit on the stands. Eventually, the stands are progressing to the point where they just sort of become things people can do. Yeah. Like, they wasn't, they started as being, like, burly big men. And you get sort of something to that with, like, a guy whose stand... 
if you hurt him, the stand will attack you, like, proportionally. So he has to essentially fight someone, get almost killed, and then his stand will, like... Finish on them off. Well, well, yeah, we'll fight, we'll attack him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sort of go along those lines. Eventually, you get up to the point where someone's stand is an area where if you go lower, you get covered in, like, flesh-eating moss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Green Day. Uh, you get so you get someone who like like their stand stop being they they start just getting X Men powers is eventually what it comes down to yeah someone's stand is like the ability to unravel their body like string and things like that yeah that is bizarre because you no longer get representations of the stands no and that's when we go from like you know the the, the guys on a fun journey through the desert fun journey through the desert <laughs> <laughs> whatever sure that's what it's what it is um to I think so. It's fun journey through the desert with the uh, grandson of the of the original character and the son of the original character, maybe the great grandson of the original character, trying to find Dio, who was the vampire in the first part. Yeah, but who, now he has a stand. Well, yeah, but because do you don't know how he got that stand, Jeremy? How did he get that? He stand? got his head cut off in the first part. Yeah, but still survived. Yeah, because he's a vampire. Then he was sure. in a coffin. Yeah, then in he the was in ocean. a coffin. Yes, and the, and he he was in there with um JoJo's body. Yeah. So what he did was take his head and, and put it on JoJo's body. Yeah. Which means he got JoJo's stand when everyone gained psychic powers, because why not? Yeah. The <laughs> the fifth part is the son of Dio, who's actually the son of JoJo, because Dio's head's on JoJo's body. So whose semen is that, Jeremy? It's JoJo's? JoJo's semen, right? Yes. <laughs> so he's still technically kind uh, of like... Does intent matter with semen? Sorry, no, that's part five, because part four is like a mystery, like a small town mystery with the Ill- illegitimate child from this guy from the second part. In the fifth part, it's the guy from the third part's daughter who's in prison. And in the sixth part, they're all on horses. Because time reset at the end of the fifth part. This is all spoilers for JoJo, by the way. But it's <laughs> buck wild, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you want to go on a crazy ride? Read some JoJo. <laughs> at the end of the fifth part, time resets. And then they're all on horses. That's the only way I can describe that change. In one, they're in prison. In the next, they're on horses. So you can see why we've been sort of dancing around JoJo's. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I'm trying to explain the premise of JoJo's. That's not what we're doing. No. We're doing specifically the stands from, like, part three and four. Yeah. Because they're, like, these people and things that other stand users can see and you can kind of interact with. Well, remember, the premise of our podcast is always, what if this was just the world? Yeah, so everybody in this everybody world. Everybody in the world. Has a stand. And I think we have to take a stand, Jeremy. Yes. And say it's just the ones from this part where they're Big people. burly men. Big burly men and robots. Yeah. And there is one robot woman who appears in you know, part you know five. What I'm going to say. Do you know what she does? That there do can know? be women, Kevin. Oh, no, of course there can. Um, yeah. Do you want to know what her, uh, what her, the power, her name is Spice Girl, by the way. Oh. Spice Girls. Um, do you know what her power is? I don't, Kevin. She makes things soft. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, just makes things soft. Make things real soft. There's one guy whose who stand is he, when he dies, the stand kills the people who, like, kill him. He can literally do that once. Yeah, that's a pretty bad power. Yeah. It's called Notorious B.I.G. Uh, By the way, they're all named after bands. Yeah. <laughs> one of the characters from the first part's name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon, because <laughs> fuck you, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like puns, so, JoJo's. No, they they stop being puns at a certain point. I know. Like at the beginning, they're just like, "Oh, here's a reference," or like this sort of thing. And at the end, they're just like, "What's this guy's name?" This is the White Album. Yeah, Speedwagon's <laughs> such a good guy too. Robert E.O. Speedwagon. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, uh, Robert E. For anyone who doesn't watch JoJo, Robert E.O. Speedwagon loves JoJo so much because JoJo kicked him in the face real hard, but he could have kicked him harder. He could have. And that is how you make a friend for life. <laughs> Not even just a friend for life, a friend for all your family for life. Yeah. Robert E.O. Speedwagon will do anything for anybody from JoJo's family because JoJo once kicked him in the face 
but not as hard as he could have. <laughs> yeah, like he exploded his nose into gore, but he's like, you probably could have killed me with that kick and you did it. You're a good guy. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this show? Thanks, Speedwagon. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Speedwagon. Okay, so we're 20 minutes into the podcast almost. And it mostly has been us shouting about <laughs> yeah. JoJo. So everybody has these... I guess invisible, but everyone can see them because they're all stand users. Yeah, if everybody has one, then everyone can see they them. They have these burly people or robots behind them. Yeah, and they, to be fair, you kind of summon them. Yeah. It's not that you are... You don't the, just walk around constantly with this on. Yeah, I mean, that's the way they kind of implied in the show that you're sort of summoning them. Because they, they definitely met stand users, and then later it was revealed they were a stand user. Yeah, So yeah. I mean, there's not really a reveal in this world because everybody is standing. Oh, there. shit, Jeremy. One of them's a dog. Yeah. Okay, there we go. A, no, I don't mean the stand is a dog. The person with the stand is a dog. So you, what you're telling me is that animals can have stands. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The a, the dog has a stand and there's a bird with a stand. Okay. The bird's name is Pet Shop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say the name of them. Shit, I forgot about that. Okay, and well, a, Oh, God, and a gorilla has a stand at one point. Well, you know Shit. what that means, then? Shit. Every animal has a stand. You can't do this, Jeremy. We, we have to abort. Nope, we're doing it, Kevin. What the... F- <laughs> every animal has a stand, and every person has a stand. <laughs> Kevin, what is this world like? <laughs> There's a baby with a stand, so you could have it as a baby. Yep. <laughs> they yep. make... What? Why? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> We had to wait into it to eventually, Kevin. Oh, man, we're going to, we're going to dojos here. Yeah. All right, so everyone in this world has a stand. Yeah. Every And when you are born, you have a stand because, you, as you said, there is a baby with a stand in JoJo's. Yeah, I mean, that's a special. You know, here's the thing, though. That's a very highly developed baby. Like, that baby has full conscious thought and, like, can plan how to murder people. I think that is a child genius. Okay. So I think it is developmental. Okay. Gotcha. But, but like, because, because, um, but animals, well, so basically what you're saying is that once a human baby has the consciousness of like a grown animal, no, no, um, so like when they're one year old, no, no, um, they get a stand, no, 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 it, it's, it's not, it's, I don't think it's always the same because the beginning of part three, the main character of it, Jotar, Jotaro, I want to say is the main, I should start saying sure. names, um, yeah, um, because it's, it's Jonathan, Joseph, Jotaro, yeah, the other ones. Oh, right. The second <laughs> character's name is Joseph Joseph. No, no, no. Jo- uh, Joestar. Last oh, Joestar. you're right. Joestar. Jonathan Joestar, Joseph Joestar, yeah, and Jotaro yeah. Kudo. Yeah. Because he's not. He's whatever. Um, so <laughs> he, the beginning of part three, which is where the stands begin. Yeah. Um, he just developed it. Yeah. And he's like. Well, he's, I think, supposed to be 15 or 16. But, but he was a de- big, burly man. Definitely a 30-year-old man pretending yeah. to be a teenager. <laughs> and then as the author's, like, his drawing style changes, he actually gets younger as the series <laughs> goes on. He's just more and more youthful. Uh so why he, is this adventure so bizarre? So he's a thirty-year-old man pretending to be a fifteen-year-old boy with a Benjamin Button syndrome. Yeah, he's Benjamin Button syndrome. Okay. So I guess it's it's so it's a developmental thing. It happens to different people at different times, and someday okay. you'll get your stand, young boy. I oh, guess. so it's another puberty thing. And I think it was oh my a, god, high school's like high school doesn't even exist because it would just become a smoldering crater. <laughs> I mean, you you build it out of something. Hard and presumably you have teachers with like no because you have somebody who has stand his ability to make everything soft. Kevin stands can be buildings, Jeremy. Oh god damn it! <laughs> there's one for, there's one thing to stand is a boat. It's no no a no. Boat. We said that this was specifically burly men and women That's, and robots. Jeremy, that is from part three. God damn it! <laughs> I am saying all this stuff from part three. I'm going into part four a little bit because there's that's still when there is part five is where things. So basically, get what you're saying wild. is you cannot be a teacher or a principal in this world <laughs> unless your building stand is present. Yeah, and it's gonna have weird weird abilities in it. Yeah, when you're in this building, you can't leave until you learn something new. <laughs> yeah, or else you'll die. I guess you'll die. It's. I mean, this all these stands are always like very specific things causing like out like weird outcomes. Yeah. Like, like th- there's a stand in part four where if if 
if you feel guilty or <laughs> maybe even pity the guy who I think it has to be guilt. The guy who has the stand, you get a lock in your chest that just makes you feel guilty more until you until he forgives you. Huh. That'd be good for a principal. I <laughs> good for a grandma too, I guess. Good for, <laughs> like for anybody who wants to wants a guilt trip, you yeah. you put a something in their chest. Yeah, it's okay. I don't think we have to go go smoking crater because it's the sort of thing where since everybody has it, there's a lot of balances off of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we chose quite a topic to do today. But okay, so if everyone. And every animal well, no, no, not, has a stand. So what I was going to say is that, like, I think um, it's, once again, developmental. Like, the animal, the the dog. So only special animals. Well, I think the dog and the bird we saw are, like, real smart. Same, real with that, smart. same with that creepy gorilla we see. Okay. Like, so I think animals that are, like, more intelligent have a capacity to get one. Okay. Like, you'll probably see, like, poodles are pretty smart, right? I don't know. They're vicious, though. Dolphins are pretty smart, yeah? Yeah. So dolphins have stands. Oh, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean the warlords of the sea? <laughs> yeah, dolphins. That's what they are now. Yeah. This dolphin has a stand that just allows it to just shoot spikes everywhere. Yeah. This dolphin has a stand that turns other people into fish. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's. there's a stand that turns people into snails. Yep. <laughs> it's a rainbow. Great. 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 Don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we need to get past the point of nothing makes sense. Look, look, Jeremy, what's going to happen here is you're going to mention something. I'm going to explain its context within the world of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. But, say say something. Say anything you want. All right. Um, are there countries in this world? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's countries in, ev- in every world, Jeremy. Yeah, but what do they look like in this world, Kevin? I, I think I don't think those countries would change as much as you think they would. I think, Kevin, that now there are no countries. <laughs> there are only groups of people who have been trapped by the abilities of other stands. <laughs> okay, so you got people who are like, like that guy with the guilt lock. Yeah, yeah, it's a ruler of a country. Yeah, this ah, uh, this is what Dio wanted. Both the vampire and Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. Is, is James Dio in the middle, right? Ronnie James Dio? I don't know, Kevin. I don't know the music guy. Dio, the music guy. Dio, the music guy. Play us a song, you're that music guy. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's the song he's known for. Yeah. Billy Dio. Uh, Bill- <laughs> <laughs> ah! Dude, the funny thing is, I didn't have to remember if it was Billy Idol or Billy Joel, because I just have to say Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I think it is. I think you have people who have stands with the ability to entrap people, like just get minions. That's how you get minions. In this I mean, world. Th- we we get a lot of the of uh, the similar things we see in other worlds where there's like power base, where the person who just happens to have rolled the dice and gotten a real good one, yeah, can do like a the lot guy who was blessed by RN Jesus. Yeah, I mean, one thing the the thing about these uh, these stand abilities that you know the people have is they usually tend to be incredibly specific or like broad but weak yeah so so it's either specific and powerful or broad but weak so like um Jotaro the main character of part three has his stand which is called star platinum and it can punch real good it's a real good puncher so it's very generalized it's very fast yeah again yes it's fast it's precise and it's strong yeah so it's Generalized is good. It can do pretty much anything. Yeah, he was like, that's... I want to do psychic powers. And then he basically just gave <laughs> martial arts powers. Well he, well, he gave him telekinesis. He gave yeah. him the ability to hit things and From to be far away. And to be precise. Well, yeah. very far away. Like, yeah. it's a range. Um, and to be very precise, because when you're thinking about something, you're a lot more precise than your hand is. Yeah. He has telekinesis. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, you have, like, the other, as of the other ones who, like... But like, later he gains the ability to stop time. Yeah, yeah, that's weird, because the, the villain has the ability to stop time for yeah. 10 seconds. I like think the this. way in the manga they explained it was that, like, you thought that Star Platinum was just really, really fast, but what he was actually doing was slowing down time. No, I think he also was just really, really fast. I think the reason he was he was gaining the ability to slow down time has something to do with the fact that it's actually like JoJo's stand. Yeah, 
and I don't know, the the creator of this manga sometimes just does things. Yeah. In part four, he set up time travel, then didn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> you you see a flashback, and you're like, that's definitely the future version of that character. Yeah. Then it doesn't happen, because he changed his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, author. G- yeah, Iraqi or something. Yeah. Good job. Okay, Kevin. Yeah. I think we need to go to commercial, but after commercial, we really have to say what this world would we be like. We have to, un- yeah, we have to, we have to, we have to do something, Jeremy. Yeah. Do something. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Vigilante Justice. Yeah, do you like the law, but you're willing to break the law to uphold the law? That's right. Then you're a vigilante. That's right. Get that justice boner. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, tell justice that you'll protect it no matter what. That's right. Even if you have to hurt it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you need to break its heart first. Yeah. That's tough love. (laughs) Yeah, be be a tough love vigilante on justice. That's right. Yeah, justice... Justice Take pro- injustice and get rid of it. And then bring justice and be like, I will be the only one without justice. Someday I'll be brought to justice. You know what You know what this really is, Kevin? What? This is you being like, oh, I love you, justice. Just leave this room for a while while I deal with injustice. Yeah. And then you deal with injustice and justice comes back in the room and you're like, see, we're friends. <laughs> but over in the corner, injustice is crying. Yeah. 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 Be... Be Justice's secret protector that Justice can never know about. That's right. That's what a vigilante Justice is. All right, Jeremy, we got to focus down. I, by I we, think mostly, I mean I. Yeah, you need to focus down, Kevin. Uh, okay, all get right. Get your shit together. I'm going to get my shit together. No more talking about anything other than this. Yes. Yes. Okay, so this world, Kevin, yeah. what is it like? All right, so I sort of agree with the fact that like it's going to base around the people who have the highest powers yeah the ones who have the who the ones who are in jesus is blessed to have the abilities that are like i don't know you can protect a wide area of things and like maybe you even have like a stand negating ability like any yeah sort of thing like that you all of a sudden are in charge of a country effectively yeah you're in charge of a group of people an area of land probably as well yeah i think also it's somewhat mitigated by your own physical abilities Remember, we're only taking the stand, so not everyone in this world is a burly 13-year-old. <laughs> no. Well, no, of course not. Not everyone in that world is a burly 13-year-old either. Only the main characters. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they get less burly as it goes on. Yeah, but... Um, and more fancy. Like, if you would have... Stop. We're talking about the world, Kevin. And no fanciness. No. No fancy. Like, you can still have a Usain Bolt. That has nothing to do with his stand. Yeah. Usain Bolt is just a goddamn fast runner. Yeah. But, I mean, then you have another guy who stand lets him run fast or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm say, I'm, what I'm saying is that your stand's ability is, like, if you have a really, really strong stand. Yeah. But you have muscular dystrophy, right, That then that's going to sort of even out a little bit. A little bit. Like, like th- obviously, stands do things that a human body never could. Yes. But I don't think we can discount physical ability. No, no, it's it's definitely helpful, especially if you're getting punched by a stand to be able to take a punch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Now, I think that we'll see that, like, definitely for a while in the older, like, days. Yeah. But I do feel like eventually, as with everything, it will say, like, to the point that you will kind of have, like, countries and nations. And I think, I don't think there's anything specific about these stand abilities that means that we cannot see a world that is very much like our world. With, like, democracy and things like that. Uh, yeah, except I think instead of it developing into, like, like capitalism and democracy and communism and fascism, like, yeah. those are what our societies are based around. Yeah. I think instead it's probably an approach to using stands that really delineates these countries. Yeah, like, like, like there's ones... Like, so more of ideal based, where it's yeah, like, yeah. like we we believe in the free use of stands, or who are like we believe in like like we believe know. that only str- like the strong stands should be in charge. Like, yeah, we believe that all stands should have I mean, a, a thing. I mean, right? listen, we sort of talk about this a bunch whenever we bring up any sort of like power based thing. Yeah, but the the idea of like people having massive amounts of power being able to be in charge only I think works. <sighs> 
for a while, but like we also also have to like think about the fact that like throughout the history of the world, people have always like gained certain not supernatural powers, but abilities that put them over other people. Yeah. Like once guns were being invented, how that is effectively a superpower. Yep. You have the ability to point something at someone and kill them. Yeah, unless their stand can stop it. I mean, I'm talking about our the, th- world the right thing. Now. The thing is, as um. As technology advances, because yeah. you think it would advance, yeah. and I'm, I think you're right. I think we do sort of progress along the same path line as humans yeah. in our in the real world do. Yeah. Um, but I think that really all that does is change which stands are more effective. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and it also opens up, I guess, a wider array of abilities. Like if you don't have an electrical infrastructure, you yeah. can't have stands that let you travel along electricity. Yeah, yeah. That's not another real stand. That's right. Yeah. So, um, names names red hot chili pepper. Is it? Yeah. That makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Yep. <laughs> Keep uh, going. <laughs> um, so I think just the powers that people get are built around also the era they're in. Yeah. Like, I don't think JoJo's ever really deals with the idea of the internet. I know they have phones. <laughs> um, no, right around the time they got to, like, the modern day. Time they, reset? Time reset, and they, went, and they were on horses again. Okay. <laughs> so, because, like, I feel like in the information era, you definitely have a stand that it takes you into virtual space, like, reboot. Yeah, I, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it might even be the same stand as you go along with electrical lines. It's just as different now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you think that like the the stands always tend to be well they I think they're always era specific well and also the implication sort of in um the in the world is that the stands all are also sort of reflective of like the people who yeah. use them yeah so like th- that's the thing like the like the good people will get stands or will the get stands a lot of them to do good the bad people will get stands a lot of them to do bad I mean that's a very generalized sorry that's a very like basic way of putting it yeah but it's like if you're if you are like that's why i say developmental like it hits a developmental face yeah like if you're well, by, i think i think if like you're the, by nature the group of main like characters yeah. in the third part i guess yeah are like jotaru and joseph and then they add like two other people stand users and one of them is just like being fast is the best so his stand is just like yeah, that's, that's Paul very, enough. Very fast. Um, yeah, he has he has a um, he's a fencing robot. It's yeah. what he has. Yeah. Um, no, it's it, yeah because it's it's Jotaro. It's his um, grandfather, the main character from the second part, uh, Joseph. Um, then there's I can't remember his name, but he is a Egyptian man who has a phoenix, basically fire raw. phoenix. It's basically raw. He's a fire. Yeah, he's a fire phoenix. Yeah. Then yeah, then they get the fencer and they yeah. meet a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's. And well, the fencer's more thing is like precision and beauty. Yeah, that's why he's a fencer because he can cut things real good and be very pretty doing it because it's like graceful, graceful, graceful and shit. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's graceful and shit. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Repost point, isn't it? Repost. It's not what I say with my accent. I'm doing okay. Are Fent. You, are you? Do- nope. <laughs> that's faint. <laughs> it's not an accent. That's just mispronunciation. Now he fented it. Nope. <laughs> We've been over this, Kevin. No, I agree. Um, we I, fought, we fought about this for three years. <laughs> like I started as an honest mistake, and then just from there, I just held on to it. <laughs> no, I know, I know. We're just pronouncing it wrong because it's I not know. an English word. It's like foyer versus foyer. Yeah, one of those is just wrong. Yeah. So it's based on the kind of person who like has them. Like it's based on their sort of personality. So if someone really wants to protect people, they'll have a good way of protecting people. Yeah. Shit, there's a turtle with one, too. Well, it's just Damn. an exceptional turtle. Kevin. I know, I know. It's every <laughs> single time I think of another, like, weird one. I I, I, gotta, I gotta say it. A col- Jeremy, a lake gets one. Like, a collection of microscopic organisms. Okay, so it's not the lake, it's the organisms in the yes. lake. That's a very important distinction. Yes, yes, sorry, sorry. I mean, to be fair, that's a unit. A bunch of things get one. They are very simple things, though. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, they're plankton, I okay, guess, good. effectively. Good. <laughs> I can't give a break, because, Jeremy, every single sort of rule we could come up with, somewhere in the JoJo's universe, they broke it. Well, we're going to have to stick. And that's why, that's why, that's why I'm saying we're sticking with this, this one <laughs> <Yeah>. part. <laughs> we have to stick to something that makes a little sense. 
Here's the thing that does, I don't get about JoJo's. Yeah. Is that I don't understand how it can be so long-running and successful and just be such a mess. It's the sort of thing that, like, it explaining it out of context is insane and buck wild. <laughs> the weirdest thing is, the only thing I can always ever say about JoJo is that in context, every bizarre thing I say, once you buy into it, makes too much fucking sense. <laughs> well, the thing is also that all the characters are like, "This is what's happening," and I'm doing an analysis as we're doing this fight. Yeah, it's one. I mean, it's one of those animes where you have someone fight and people who watch and explain what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which one of the funniest tropes I've ever seen? It is a <laughs> so that's weird. That's what so happens with every episode of like. One piece. Is yeah. that you, there's always a crowd of people who are, like, explaining what's going on. <laughs> what, a, what a dumb medium of art. I mean, basically, they just put Joe Madden in a bunch of anime. <laughs> now, what you see here is that he punched him in the face real hard. And because he went so fast, it created a thunderclap. <laughs> which added more force. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I think Madden. It's, John, it's John Madden. You're right, it's John Madden. Yeah. We're so bad. <laughs> it is John Madden. Look, we're discombobulated. We're uh, trying to deal with this expanded JoJo's, and this is only one, like, facet of that manga series. We're yeah. trying to deal with just one, and it's so, yeah. as you've been well, saying well, over and over, buck wild. Because he breaks the rules all the time. He's like, oh, <laughs> the sand has to be a human, or a robot, or sometimes it's a ship, and sometimes it's like... A bug, and other times it's nothing, and it's just like if you if you walk downstairs, you turn into moss. Yeah. Sometimes it allows you to swim through ground. It makes no sense, and we're trying to trying to listen to people try to encapsulate like scientifically encapsulate JoJo and talk about it like as academics would. It's like watching someone try to parse out what a fly is doing. How do you mean, Kevin? I mean the way you're like you look at a fly. And you got like, your fly swatter out. Yeah, you got a fly swatter out, and you're like, all right, I know where it's going to land. No, it's not going there. It's going to keep moving. All right. But but you see, if you look at the way that it flies correctly, you can actually understand the pattern. There is a logic to it. See, it's going to go here for this, and it's going to go over there. And No, 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 it, none of this makes sense. It's making <laughs> it up as it goes. It's making it up as it goes. It's not smart enough to actually know what it's doing, and it's only surviving off of basic instinct, and it won't die. <laughs> Okay, yes, Kevin, I, I hate to do this to us, but I just remembered something about stands. What? Some of them are sentient. Well, no, yes, yes. <laughs> they can talk to the person. Well, that means that if they can communicate, Kevin, yeah. it means that they are sentient. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of like a reflection of the mind of the person who has it. So it's, it's, it's the equivalent of talking to yourself. But they, but but you know how sometimes you'll be thinking something and you'll defeat yourself in an argument. Wait, is it schizophrenia? It's a little bit like schizophrenia. Um, no, um, not schizophrenia. Multiple personality. No, 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 not multiple personality. Somewhere in between those two, because somewhere in the barren landscape between schizophrenia and multiple personality. Those aren't even on, on two different sides of the spectrum. <laughs> you can't. How is that in the middle there? <laughs> That's what you said. It's somewhere in the middle of those two. Jer- Jeremy, it's somewhere. You we- picked two things right beside each other, Kevin, and then said right in the middle of that. <laughs> That's where this sits. <laughs> Jeremy, it's somewhere between a rock and a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> oh, those are completely different. There is, in fact, a wide space between those. <laughs> Jeremy, it's somewhere between a pair of glasses and Don Perignon. Um, you know what made me sad about Perrier, which what? is not Don Perignon? Yeah. It's owned by Nestle. Now I can't drink it anymore. Oh, yeah, because Nestle's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they can – Um, you can have a conversation. I mean, they don't really talk – they are sentient in the way that they can act. They can act pseudo-independently sometimes. Okay, so really – Oh, what... shit, they can't talk. Fuck. <laughs> the, one, the one that gets – um when he beats up and he comes to get you, he definitely can talk. Yeah, so – Shit. And so can so can the 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 one that when you go to sleep he can haunt your dreams, that's the babies. Oh great! Got, if you sleep around that baby, he kills you in your dreams. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah! Holy shit! <laughs> yeah! And then you can't remember it when you wake up. Well, you're dead. 
Yeah, yeah. Jeremy, every single one of these like stands, when you explain them, you're like, oh well, then you die. Yeah. Then you you just die. There's a. I can't go keep on just explaining stands will just kill you. They all just kill you. The only way they're able to beat him is because it's a very specific situation that allows him to beat it. Yeah. There's one that he touches you and you turn inside out, Jeremy. <laughs> I see. Here's I think I think this world doesn't last, Kevin. Well, no, it, no, it does because because you have to think of the idea that every <laughs> single person has this. Yeah, I know, but no I... one person has a world-ending stand. Because other people have stands to protect. It's the it's the balance idea. There is a balance. Yes. Right? But just like, if you look at humanity, Kevin. Yeah. And in our recent history, right, there was a point where if, like, three or four people had lost their heads, yeah. there would have been a nuclear Armageddon scenario. I don't... Right? That's the Cuban Missile Crisis. That, that, that was, like, ten people, Kevin. Yes. Ten people. If half of those people had lost their heads, the entire world would be a nuclear like wasteland. Yeah, but the right. But, but so the the thing with stands, yeah, is that it spreads it out. So there is this balance. Yeah, but there's enough destructive capability. Like you're a person, the person who has the stand that if they touch somebody will turn them inside out is not a good person, Kevin. No, he's not. He didn't start out with that stand. That's a whole thing, whatever. Anyways, he's not a good person. Yeah. Right? That is a person who's going to actively use their stand to harm. And yes, there are people who are actively using their stands to protect. Yeah. But the thing is, all it's, all it's going to take, all it's going to take is for a period in history for the bad to outweigh the good. And I think that that happens all the fucking time. I don't, th- I don't actually, like, I don't think it does. Because, Here, like, here's like, the thing, Kevin. Yes. People. Yeah. Are dumb. <laughs> Person is smart. Yeah. Unfortunately, at some point in our lives, we're all people. Yes. When you're a person, you're smart. When you're people, you're dumb. Yeah. Groups are dumb. <laughs> History has shown this to be true. Yeah. Um, so it only it it only takes like unlike our world, yeah, where it's okay if people are dumb, because a person is smart and can usually stop the dumb, yeah, right. But in this world, people are enabled way way more. Like it's a bigger difference. Having five stands versus one stand is yeah. a bigger difference than just having five people versus one person. The the the. The question that this comes comes down to is sort of the idea of does everybody with this thing, like even out, of the world. I agree that as we're looking at a lot more chaotic of a world, just because the people who want to do harm have more capacity to do it. Yeah, I don't know if humans are ever wiped out in this world, but I don't think. I think it becomes a cycle I of don't like think... <laughs> civilization builds up catastrophe happens and then like dark ages i don't think society builds up and then catastrophe and everyone's on horses and then (laughs) civilization builds up and catastrophe and back to the dark ages i i don't think we're going to be having an overpopulation problem no if that's to be said definitely not but i think that i think that there are a that the actual occurrences of people like being like outright like even pseudo apocalyptically destructive are few enough between that they will something that we will be dealing with obviously yeah we essentially have we have to look at like superhero universes to see something about this because there are so many power people in superhero universes yeah um and they regularly have like destruction and things like that. I think the problem with looking at a superhero universe yeah. is that almost all of them are looked at with optimism. Yeah. Um I don't think that most of them are pretty idealistic, Kevin. <laughs> well, but think of how much um how much uh, like bad stuff happens in the world because of a feeling of powerlessness. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, you always have a friend with you. Do you though? Yes, you do. I don't know if it's a friend or just a representation of your lonely-ass mind. You, I mean, you get along with it, except for I think in one occurrence, but that's because he got it unnaturally. Um, you get along with it. It's you, effectively. It's like So then you are alone because it's you. 
I mean, that's okay. Like it's, it's perspective. That right? enti- yeah. That entirely depends on your perspective. Yeah. I don't think I'd be alone. Then I'd have a buddy. The buddy would be me, <laughs> but Can also you- wouldn't be me. Also be Dude, what I was going to say earlier is that have you ever gotten in like an argument, not an argument with yourself, but you, have you ever discussed something in your own, your he- in your own head and defeated your own argument. And so you both defeated and won the argument in your own head. I mean, yeah, that's usually what happens when you're looking at your philosophy or personal morals yes. or something. Yes, Th- that is essentially what it's like, except for there's another, except for there literally is another person there. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> Who Kevin. was talking to you Kevin, about it? I think it's about time we just admit defeat, saying we can't really explain what a world would be like where this was widespread. Because <laughs> it's too inconsistent. That's sort of the, that's sort of the problem with it. Like we we had to do this. Yeah. I mean, Ethan wasn't the only was the only one. I've talked to a bunch of people about this. Yeah. And they're like, and I, they're like, are oh, you going to do like stands? I'm like, I don't know. We will try. We will try. But the problem is that it's so inconsistent in the world. I I so many of the things that you brought up, Jeremy. I could have just been like, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> the only way we survived to this point. Is by is by is by trying to focus on three on part three and four before things get super weird. Okay, we still have some time left in the podcast. Yes, and usually the feedback I've gotten is that people like it when we like. Well, how would we specifically be in this world? Okay, like how when I was a follower of Fieri and you were a follower of Andrew WK um. or Karen, the weird eldritch grandma. Um, <laughs> So, what's Kevin, our stand? Would you be what stands would we have? Okay, well, I mean, every time I watch something, I create a character in it because that's what how I exist. You in make the world. your OC. I make my OC. Yeah, um, I'll make my uh, Josona. <laughs> your Josona. That's actually real good. <laughs> that's I mean, real people, good. People say like like Metsona, Fursona, Persona. It all comes to Persona. Let's be clear. Yeah, it all yeah. comes out of Persona. Yeah. Um, the uh, now you have to name it as well. Remember, it has to be a band name. Right, it has to be. So I'll expl- I'll explain mine, which I already had. Okay, um, which which is called Silver Sun Pickup. <laughs> I hate you. And literally, what it is is just like a suit of armor. Yeah, that um is like it's you know it's a stand, so it's like impenetrable, but I can like launch off pieces of it effectively because I like it because I can protect myself yeah. from the terror of this world. <laughs> <laughs> And it just like a shot, like essentially, essentially you'll be walking around in night armor, but it'd be super light because it's not real. It's a psychic like field. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you need me to explain some other like? No, I, I have an idea. <laughs> you have an idea. I have an idea. So I think because obviously visualization is very important for stands. Yeah. Uh, I think my stand is like a coquettish, like androgynous, like gesture. Okay. Type thing. Yeah. Uh, and I think I just have the ability to make people laugh. <laughs> I feel like that is something I would personally really enjoy. Now, usually if it has something that affects someone, it has to have a trigger. I mean, is a trigger as simple as, as if someone listens to a joke, you'd say they have to laugh? Yeah, it doesn't matter how bad the joke is. Doesn't So so you, so as long as you're thinking that it's a joke, if yeah. you say it, they will laugh yeah, at it. Yeah, exactly. What I like about that... <laughs> Is that you will go insane. <laughs> yeah. Because because you'll say something and someone will laugh and you'll be like, but are they really laughing? Or is this just or my I'm stand? Just, or I'm just spreading the joy of laughter throughout the world. Well, how do they feel or about it? Or a wake of chaos. It could be either one, Kevin. The, the question I have, Jeremy, is like, do they laugh or do they find it funny? I think they find it funny. Okay, so whenever you tell a joke, someone finds it funny. Yeah. That is, and it's represented by the jester character. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> usually, what it is usually it's very a very specific thing. Yeah, and then that like if they hear me tell a joke, they find it funny. Yeah, there's one where if someone touches an electrical socket, which is the rep- oh my god, there's sand's an electrical socket. I totally forgot. There's sand <laughs> is an electrical socket. Um, it is it just appears on like rocks and things, and if you touch it, you become magnetic. Okay. Yeah, so as I said, very specific trigger. Mm-hmm. Now, can you use it to kill people? I don't think so. You can't make them laugh to death? I mean, I can. I, we say, didn't say laugh. We said they find it funny. So, <laughs> so they'll react in the way that they find something funny. Exactly. So you might get a few people who just snort out through their nose. Exactly. I can make lots of people. 
I guess I could kill somebody by accidentally drowning them when they were drinking milk. Or you could just keep telling a joke over and over and over and over and over again. No. Could... I mean, the thing is, even if you find it funny, there comes a point where you just can't laugh anymore. Then you die. No. Then you, you stop, die. No, you stop laughing, Then you Kevin. die. No, you stop laughing. No, then you die. No. Damn it, you they find it really funny. They find it funny. You could just tell you you could be like, Hey, what did the clock do after dinner? It went back four seconds. Hey, what did the clock do after dinner? It went back four seconds. Every single time they find it the I same it amount of funny. I think it needs to be a different No, joke. it doesn't, Jeremy. That's not the rules. You're right. The rules is that if you tell a joke... <laughs> Why are you trying to make my stand into a monster, Kevin? Because they're all monsters, Jeremy. <laughs> well, how does yours kill people, then? Because it launches chunks of metal at them. Oh, yeah, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> it's not just a shell of armor. It's this, like... This checks. This yeah, checks like, out. The, the idea is the stand is actually an armor yeah. that I can wear, but also is an armor that moves around. Gotcha. I got a moving armor is what I have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, wait. What's the name of yours? Uh, oh, man. Uh, I be, had one. I had one. So it, doesn't, so it has to be a band or a song or an album. Yeah. Usually a band because you got like Green yeah. Day, Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, one of them was called actually D&C, which is Dolce & Gabbana, but... Oh, okay. So no, wait, that's fashion. a character's name. Yeah. The character was named D&C. <laughs> I hate this book. <laughs> name the character. Okay, at the beginning it was smart. It was like, oh, Ton Petty okay, and I got Dire it. I and got, Straits. I got it. I got it. Yeah. The it's it's called Medicine Show. What's that? It's oh. from Doctor Hook and the Medicine Band. Or Medicine Show, I think. I think that's the name of the band. <laughs> I hate to I hate to tell you, Jeremy. It's going to be then called Doctor Hook and the Medicine <laughs> no, Show. No. I mean, okay, we're in part. Th- we're sorry. Technically, in part three and four, it's a little bit weird. But you know what? Fine. It's in part three and four. This is back when Iraqi was like being cool. It yeah. can be called the Medicine Show. Yes. If this was like part six. It would be called Doctor Hook, Hook and the, the Medicine, Medicine Show. Show. <laughs> Every single time they would say it, <laughs> that's what it would be because that's that's what he does now. Is he just like, all right, this thing is called? Hey, I need a name. Let me look at my list of bands. <laughs> Foo Fighters. Nailed it. Nailed it. Did it. Uh, <laughs> this one is called the Lady Gaga. <laughs> it's got Lady Gaga. Yeah, I am. Uh, I. I have a question, Kevin. Yeah? Who in this world, because obviously it's going to happen in this world. Yeah, what up? Who in this world has Dr. Manhattan as their stand? Christ. (laughs) I mean, Christ. Jesus Christ did. (laughs) Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Jesus had Dr. Manhattan as a stand. Why not? Why not? Why not? (laughs) Let's combine all of our tropes into one thing. Religion, specifically Christian religion. Yeah, Doctor Manhattan and Skynet. <laughs> okay, so Jesus has Doctor Manhattan, which allowed him to enter the internet, even though the internet was invented for thousands and thousands of years. That's where he went, Kevin. That's where he went, waiting for the internet to be born. Yeah, and now that the internet is born, he has returned as the internet, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. That's Jesus. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Keep browsing porn on it. Uh, <laughs> Jesus is literally watching you. <laughs> he was downloaded in, or uploaded into the internet for our sins. <laughs> and we keep sinning. <laughs> we <laughs> and he prays every day to his father, who was also him, yeah. to be released from the internet. So that he may bring the rapture upon us. That's right. And no one's going to heaven. <laughs> no one. No one goes to heaven. Maybe maybe the Amish. <laughs> maybe the Amish. Maybe the Amish. Some of them got cell phones, though, now. If you like the Amish and our podcast, yeah. uh, why don't you take a few seconds and give us a rating or review after that hour of a mess. Yeah, that was a that was a rough episode. We tried to talk tried so we hard. We tried so hard to talk about stands. Don't tell people about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're gonna listen to it and we're both gonna agree. It was a, it was Hopefully a good time. there was an enjoyment had. Yeah, yeah. 
I hope you enjoyed yourself. If you have particular feelings about this episode, want to give us suggestions for other episodes, or how we could have did this episode better. <laughs> Tell us more things from JoJo we should talk about. In one part, two, we become one person, and he has four testicles. Yeah, tell us about those testicles by tweeting at us, at Third Space Cast, or individually. I'm at Mighty Thuse. I'm at Sean Man K. Weir. Or, if you'd like it to be on a less public pro platform, <laughs> you could email us at thirdspacecast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, if you wanted to keep it a secret. Well, thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Yes, thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to go on a public forum that nobody goes to, you can go to our website, thirdspacepodcast.com, and write it in the comment section. Yeah, we do have a comment section. It's just not used very much. No. I do, I I guess I check it every single week because that's where I put the podcast up on. Yeah. And we never told anyone, you could actually put comments on the website. We just expect Twitter and emails. Yeah, do that. You have anything else to say, Kevin? Uh, no, I have nothing to say other than the fact that our theme song is Balrog Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space when we sells We Shells by the We Shore. Yeah! You did it. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs>